Hey, it's Carla Farrell from the Steve Harvey Morning Show podcast, and I'm so happy to be here on the iHeart Podcast Network being sponsored by AT&T. We both know firsthand that listening and being heard can lead to change. AT&T knows all about this, too. They started listening to their customers who spoke out that they weren't getting a fair deal. Now they're giving every customer, both new and existing, the same great deals. So listen up and learn more about getting a great smartphone deal at att.com slash best deals. Restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Samsung. Moms help everyone be their most epic selves. So for Mother's Day, help mom be her most epic with Samsung Galaxy Gifts. Like a smartwatch with next-level fitness tracking. Or the statement-making Galaxy Z Flip 5G that lets mom flex her style. This year, celebrate what makes mom epic with Samsung Galaxy. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. They're listening to me. Mm-hmm. Put your hands together for Steve Harvey. Put your hands together. to the voice come on dig me now one and only steve harvey got a radio show today um i I wanted to give you something that i've been learning more and more uh, um uh lately um you know i'm a i'm a huge fan of the book the secret but uh I, i did myself a favor because i know i learned better this way i learned better by hearing and so i downloaded the secret onto my iPhone. So I got the audio book and man, oh man, oh man, what a smart move that really was for me because I know how I learn. You know, I do very well with visual. 
when I can see what it is that I'm after or how to do something, I do it better. And when I'm listening, I just, I learn better like that. I wish I had known that about myself uh, in college and, and stuff like that where I didn't do so well. If I could have learned that that's the way I learned, I would have used more tools to help me. But uh, let's let's just say I figured it out. And so I'm grateful for that. And 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 I was uh, listening to the audio portion of this book, and I've been learning so much more. I've rephrased a lot of it to fit how I think and more of uh, how I talk. And I just wanted to share that with you this morning, man. It might help you out a great deal. And one of the things that my mother had always taught me, and because it's a it's a it's a spiritual thing with my mother's, it's a biblical reference to my mother. Uh, and and the book, The Secret, grabbed that principle and uses it very well and and it's gratitude i won't run this by you every every day you know what i started doing i started spending my every waking moment being thankful showing gratitude now in the book it says to put that out there in the universe but if you're waking up and you're saying thank you i mean who are you saying thank you to i mean let, let's 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 be real here that that universe was created by God. That is my belief. That's the majority of people's belief that I know. I'm not knocking you. If you don't believe that, do you. Let me know how that work out for you, though. But so my thank you is to my Heavenly Father, as is a lot of yours. But here's the, here's the, here's the thing. I started saying thank you from the time I wake up till I go in the bathroom, till I shower, till I dress till I get in my van, till I get to work, while I'm on the elevator, until I sit down and crack the mic. Now, somebody somebody might say, man, that's a lot of time. No, no, hold up, man. Hold, hold, hold up. It's, it's really not. Because what it does for you, it does more for you than for anyone else. This is about you. Showing gratitude and being grateful is for you. And let me tell you what it does. When I started doing this, man, it started changing my day. It started changing my attitude towards the day. So when the difficulties of the day began, they were nothing to me because I was so filled with gratitude. I'm talking about continuous thanks for all things. You cannot run out of things to be grateful for. Not if you fine tune your gratitude. Not if you do it in a way where you're being very specific about what you're grateful for. When you wake up and you're grateful for waking up, when you're grateful for the ability to move today, when you are grateful for the fact that you have solid thoughts right now, that you are in your right mind, when you start thanking him for the flexibility that you feel in the morning, and the stiffness, and as it wears off, as you start moving around, that's another reason to be grateful, that you have a shower to take, that there are many people who don't have a place to shower, that the, the, the fact that you're brushing your teeth, the fact that you have somewhere to go, the fact that your job may not be ideally the job you want, but you have a job to go to, that you have a measure of health, that you have a place to go and get a cool drink of water to start your day or you can make a cup of coffee or the fact that you can grab yourself a yogurt on the way out the door and the fact that you have a way to get to work whether it's on the subway the bus the cab or you have the 
uh, the wherewithal to walk to work or you driving to work in whatever kind of car it is, that you have a place to be, to provide. When you start really fine-tuning your gratitude, it is amazing, man. And what it does is it puts you in a, in a state of mind that is so uplifting to you that it is the perfect way to start your day. Y'all think I'm clowning with you here? I am not. Try it. Try it. You are what you think. So you start the day off as this grateful creature, this grateful person, this grateful soul. You start your day off as grateful. Man, oh man, oh man, how good is that? And it just spirals throughout your day, and it puts you in a great mood. My mood has totally changed. I'm not a, a, a bad mood person anyway, but, you know, when my day starts getting heavy, man, sometimes it, it get on me, man, because, I mean, I'm from the time I wake up till I go home at night, can you imagine having somebody move you around all day? What it would feel like to have somebody making you accountable for every single moment of your day. The moment you stop to take a breath, somebody finds that as an opportunity to spend a moment with you because to them it's just a minute, but they don't know all the minutes that's occupied in your day. Imagine that. So it used to get on me real heavy sometimes, man. So I try to steal some minutes here, steal some minutes there, steal some minutes. But now, man, it, it it don't jump on me that way. You know what I'm saying? I Look, I, I got to take some time to myself throughout the day. So as soon as I get off the air, I take a 20-minute break before I go to my briefing to start my talk show. Uh, and you say, 20 minutes ain't nothing. It ain't, but it, it's all I got. And I use it to shut myself down, meditate, have a quiet moment, become even more thankful. Then after the show is over, I got another briefing that I do. I even... I even have my lunch during the briefing. I don't have a lunch where I sit down and I'm in my room talking cheerful stuff. I'm doing the briefing for the second show that I taped that day during my lunch. But I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for everything. Because, man, I have a show, too, that keeps me busy. I have a radio show that keeps me busy. I got another TV. I'm just grateful for all of it, man. And what happens is, let me let me share this with you. It changes your focus because now your focus is not on what you don't have. Your focus is on what you do have. Do you understand that amazing turnaround in your life if you can make that one, folks? If your focus became on the things that you do have and your focus leaves the things that you don't have, do you know the feeling of accomplishment, the feeling of satisfaction? satisfaction, the feeling of being feel half empty and half full is two different thoughts. It's amazing when you start thinking your life is almost full, so full instead of looking at it as being so empty. When you change that focus through gratitude, you then open up the pathways for more stuff to come to you. A lot of us are blocking our blessings today because we ain't grateful for the ones we have. See, we so busy. We so busy telling God and putting out in the universe what we don't have, what we ain't got, that we no longer are receptive to things that we could have. 
you have now blocked all your blessings from coming because your focus is not on the come, it's to what you ain't got. So how can more blessings come your way? How can more good things come your way? How can positive things start happening to you if your focus is on the negative things? If your focus is on the things that you don't have? If your focus is on what you're lacking instead of what the abundance that you have and what you expect more of? If you change your gratitude, you change your attitude and it changes your altitude. <laughs> man, man, use your gratitude to change your attitude, which then affects your altitude. Do you feel me now? Come on, man. Ain't that a good thing? I've, I've had to rework it to the way I say it, but man, that's been so helpful for me. Every day. Start your day that way. Just try it. Try it starting now. Or uh, you want to get a fresh start, do it tomorrow morning. But watch what happens to you, okay? It's going to amazingly revolutionize the way you face your day. Okay? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18, 18 minutes after the hour. Church music, please. Welcome, Shirley, Carla, Tommy. Junior. Good morning, darling. Morning. morning, Rhea. Morning, everyone. Thank you. Good morning. Happy Friday. As Favorite soon as Cicero week. Mm. Church music. gets on the organ, we'll begin today. How he late? Ah, uh, come on, Cicero. <laughs> mm. There he is, Pastor. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> Take your time. Put you in the mood, huh? We, we today want to bring something to your attention. All right. Uh, the sermon for today mm-hmm. is New Orleans is too much. Yes, yes. The N-O pastor. Talk about the N-O. Yeah. Matter of fact, let's go deeper. Uh-huh. New Orleans is too much. Mm, mm, mm. Come on, New Orleans proved too much for the man. Uh, he <laughs> couldn't take it. Oh, really? So he's leaving, leaving on a what? Midnight, midnight train. train. On the midnight train to Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's someone uh, calling me right now. Mm-hmm. And they don't know that I'm in the middle of a sermon and I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> That's how Preach I handle it. Uh, 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 New Orleans proved too much for the man. Mm-hmm. He couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. So he's leaving tonight on a midnight train. Well, to Georgia. To Georgia. 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 Oh, you better preach up in here, Pastor. Why am I saying that? Mm -hmm. Is because in New Orleans, there's an incredible event going down. Yeah. It's called Mighty. Mighty Gras. Yeah. Mighty Gras, here we (laughs) go. 
Yeah. And on the same weekend, the NBA <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea to have an all-star game at the mm-hmm. same time. How much hell can you pack in one weekend? How many tricks gonna fly in the New Orleans for this? It's gonna be hell on high wheels in New Orleans to do. Ain't no treats for you. Everybody in New Orleans going to hell this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras beads, women pulling up their chest, showing yeah. they boobies yeah. everything for a little boobies. fake ruby yeah. and now they're gonna bring in the nba players you know them boys don't know how to stay out of them strip club but you're gonna mess around in new orleans and go in the wrong kind of strip club you're gonna wind up watching a donkey do some things that you didn't know was doable you're gonna go in there and mess around in new orleans gonna find out what folk midgets really do you're gonna mess around because new orleans and Bourbon street got tricks for you I don't think some of them NBA players is going to make it out alive this weekend. They going to be in the news. They finna be on TMZ. Everybody going to New Orleans to see what kind of fool they going to make out theyself. Come on, LeBron, make it back and stay clean. Watch yourself, Dwayne Wade. Come back and be clean. Come on down there, Carmelo. Make it back like the strong fella that you is. I'll tell you one thing. They need to see Charles Oakley down there this weekend <laughs> and so he can clean house. Swinging and banging from Cleveland is what I'm talking about. Come on, Charles. It's going to be some problems. Some yeah. of them young players mm-hmm. is going to get caught up uh, in the hype. Yeah. yeah. Some of them young boys going to get out there and going to be all over the place. Uh, this weekend, my only wish... Is that I was young enough to go my damn self. Because I swear to God, I want to be down there. If I could just be a fly on the wall or a wall on the fly, it don't make me no different. What do you think about Draymond Green down there, Panther? Draymond Green? Draymond Green? The photos are already down there. (laughs) They rape you. Your picture proceeds in your presence. Uh, (laughs) Stephon Curry. Mm. All them stars going to be down there. Shaq and Barkley, old pros that know how to do it. Take Mm. a lesson from them old pros on how to act down there. Try to remember that everybody got a phone camera. I'm going to say it again. Try to remember that everybody got a phone camera. Mm -hmm. You finna be on internet. You finna be sensational, star. Well, hip-hop is going to be your new home. (laughs) TMZ, well, star, all of them. You going to be the front page. Bossip going to take you down. You already know what media takeout will do. Even if they can't do you, they're going to make up something that will get you done. You got to be careful when you get out there, fellas. We wanted to inform you. And don't forget the light-skinned people, Pastor. That's Steph Curry and uh, that other boy. He's running late. The boy that won the dunk contest. Yeah, Uh Aaron Gordon. New Orleans proved too much for the man. One more thing, Panther. Uh, down in New he Orleans, that boy with that unibrow. couldn't take it. <laughs> so he leaving mm-hmm. on a midnight train to, well, Georgia. 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 
Atlanta is in Georgia. Ain't that much safer, but at least it ain't Mardi Gras. Mardi Gras in the NBA All-Star Game. The arrest. The rappers. That's cash money territory. Yeah. That wheezy territory. Mm-hmm. That used to be what his name, uh, my friend, a little boy, a tall rapper. Uh, mm-hmm. Got a brother in jail. Master P territory. <laughs> Percy. That's what the other boy come down there had two hits. Uh, what the rapper? Uh, you Silver used to Shocker. be with Baby Neil. Uh, what's mystical. his name? Uh, Juvenile. Uh, mystical. Uh, mystical. Mystical. Uh, yeah. well, uh. already been in. What the other boy name? Uh, you that, that baby Neil released. Juvenile. Yeah, 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 that's him. Yeah. I liked him. Yeah, I liked you. him. <laughs> I liked him till he went on lived up to his name. <laughs> Got his ass right on out to business. <laughs> Can't be juvenile and then act like it too. Uh-huh. You're oh, best. Doors right. of the church are open. Yes. Won't you come? Come on in. And come, please come before you go to New Orleans. (laughs) Business going to hell. (laughs) When we come back from the break at 34 after the hour, Steve, something funny coming up uh, next. Black History is rolling. We're halfway through it. Get ready for Steve's little known Black History Month facts when we come back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, we back 34 minutes after the hour. Let's get to it. Uh, when we come back, I guess the ig- ignorance is going to continue. Oh, it never stops on to this do, show. Dog. We are an entertainment show. Ladies and gentlemen, guess what? What? Little known <laughs> black history <laughs> moments that you did not know. Once again, don't tweet us, Texas, being concerned. <laughs> Please, We're not doing this for seriousness. You can cut on BT and watch Roots all you want this month. <laughs> They're going to have it on. They got it. Man, I mean, oh, man I got to see good. you. I get it. I get it. <laughs> I was through with Roots when Chicken George didn't whip the man. That's when I was through. <laughs> Anybody deserved an ass whooping, it was him. <laughs> <laughs> At least him, huh? At least him. <laughs> he, man, please. All right. So we have some facts coming up, don't forget. Oh, oh man. Stuff you need to know. You need to know this stuff. All right, we're back. Uh, Junior, Tommy, Junior, what you got? Yeah, I'll tell you like this. Now, Shirley Carly, y'all don't even know this. This this happened back in 1977, very recent. 1977. Okay, Okay. 1977. Yeah, uh, at Bobby J. Wilson's birthday party, his fifth birthday party. First when handheld uh, cameras came out. Okay. Okay. First time they recorded. Mm -hmm. And uh, Uncle Reggie Wilson got into a fight. Mm -hmm. Okay, now his woman he had, her name was Brenda Side Eye Cooper. Oh. Okay, now Brenda Side Eye Cooper, we want to call it Side Eye because she had a lazy eye. Mm. Okay, the eye was always, look, it looked like she was always looking at another man, according to Reggie. Oh, okay. Reggie caught her looking at Marvin Washington, who had just got home from jail. Okay. Mm. Okay, now this is all at the mm-hmm. baby fifth birthday party. They got uh-huh. it all on camera. Mm-hmm. Mm. Reggie go confront Marvin. Uh-oh. About why is he looking at Brenda and Brenda looking at him? Marvin yeah. said, I'm not looking at Brenda, side eye Cooper, because Brenda got a lazy eye. That wasn't enough for Reggie. Reggie swung on Marvin. Now, all mm. this is on tape now. Okay. Reggie swung on Marvin. 
If I tell you that Marvin went ham mm-hmm. on Reggie, beat the frame off of him, uh-huh. all this on camera. Now, uh-huh. he had just yeah. got home. Right, right. Okay, he had just got home. Beat uh-huh. the frame off of him. Uh-huh. Took five men to get Marvin off of Reggie. Mm. Wow. They recorded mm. it. That night, the whole neighborhood had heard about what happened at the birthday party. Mm-hmm. Everybody came over and they played the tape. They watched it about 400 times, mm-hmm. which is now known as the first black reality show that <laughs> we had ever seen. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, See, I didn't, I didn't know, know this. that. Yeah. Wow. This was the first time a reality show had ever happened. I like they, it. They, uh, it's still in circulation today. What's their name again? That was Reggie Wilson uh-huh. and, and Marvin Washington. Washington. Yeah. Uh-huh. Over there with Brenda Side Eye Cooper. Just that side eye. Yeah. Got, got Reggie ass up. beat down. Uh-huh. Marvin went to town. He had to go back to jail because it was on tape. Wow. wow. First Man. reality show. It was not Atlanta Housewives. None of that. It was the ass whooping over Reggie Wilson. <laughs> All right, nephew, what you got? Thank you, Junior. You're welcome. Come All on, right, man. here it is, man. Uh, 1936. Okay. Take us back. Okay, 36, 1936. Hortensia Lavonda Lewis. Mm-mm. All right, now listen, her butt, this is in Lexington, Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Her butt was uh, astronomically huge. Oh. When she walked. Uh-huh. Her panties would gather in the middle of her buttocks, okay? People would come from miles away around just to watch uh, Hortensia walk. Children would stare when she walked. She got tired of her panties gathering. She went to her mama, Henrietta Lewis, and asked her to help her stop this problem. Her mama took them panties. Uh Uh-huh. And cut out as much as she could, yeah. but mm. still left them connected mm-hmm. from the top to the bottom. Okay. All right. Hortensia kept saying, Mama, this is wrong. This is wrong. Mm-hmm. And her mama said, this is the only way you're going to be able to get by without all these problems. There was the birth of the thong. The first thong was worn in 1936 by Hortensia Lavonda Lewis. Lexington, Kentucky is where the thong came from. Put them on the map. Put God. She was just known. walking around in her panties, so no clothes. Just her panties. She just walked yes. around the street yes. in her drawers. Yes. Yes. Just her panties. I'm just trying to <laughs> tell you her yeah. panties would gather up on her backside <laughs> and folks could see it. But uh, she, she just walked through just her walk. clothes. Oh, yeah. okay. You can see all of that. All of that would be happening. <laughs> wow. Her, her butt would literally eat half her dress. <laughs> Everything gathered. Oh, I'm sorry. All right, coming Quit up asking next. Questions. Thank you. These are little known facts that are yeah. don't even know uh, that. that are no longer unknown. All right, coming up next, it's called Run That Prank Back. <laughs> what you got, nephew? I got it. Just hold tight. When I get back, I'm going to tell you. I'm still working on this thong. I'm, uh-huh. I'll be back in a minute. What's this going to what are y'all? Almost answered what y'all were playing. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all. Hey, y'all, get ready. Uh, coming up at the top of the hour, uh, mm-hmm. Ice Cube going to be our special Ice guest. Ice Cube? Yeah. All right, yeah. now. Tell us about his new movie, uh, Fist Fight. Mm-hmm. Uh, get ready. But before that, uh, we're going to run that prank back. What is well, it, nephew? Let's get married. Let's get uh, married. It's, it sound good. Mm-hmm. But it's ignorant. You it know, you know it's going to turn on you. <laughs> Me and my friend want to get married. Mm. That's all. Hold on, though. Is your friend already married? Mm-mm. But you are. Mm-mm. <laughs>
Just wait for the break. Just <laughs> <laughs> wait for the break. Pastor, how you doing? My name is Virgil. I, I was reaching out to you trying to, uh, well, I'm trying to get married, and I wanted to know what it took to get married at your church. Excuse me, Virgil, uh, quick question. Uh, where'd you get my personal number? I'm not, I, I don't know where I got the number. Never, I mean, never, never mind, we'll deal with it. What, what's your question? Well, what, what, I'm, what I'm trying to get at is I, I, I'm, I'm, trying to get, uh, I'm trying to get married. I really like your church. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been there several times. Thanks. And I'm really interested about, um, you know, what will it take to get married in there? And I really, I'm, I'm probably maybe calling you at the last minute, man. I want to get married at the end of February. Well, being in a hurry, I, 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 I we'll have to go through counseling first, maybe four to six weeks, and uh, we can take it from there. Uh, you'd have to give me a call back on that, but uh, tell me a little bit about just a little. Well, well, what it is is that we, we, you know, we've been trying to get married for a long time. We've been having a lot of difficulties with it, and never really, really found the right church that we thought would be a good place to get married. I, you know, I think it's, it's you got a feeling in your heart that this is the best place to get married. You know what I mean? So, Thank you. Uh, uh, we'll you know, we've been, like I said, we've been to your church uh, quite a few times, maybe about four or five times, and and we have, you know, both agreed that this would be the perfect place for us to get married. Uh, you're not a member at Mount are you? No, sir. No, sir, I'm not. Like I say, I, I've visited, you know, we've visited four or five times. We really liked it, and, and we just, we're, we're sold on, on trying to get married at the church. Well, go through the counts four to six weeks, once a week, and uh, we can uh, talk about the rest of it at another time. Okay, okay. And after that, then you're saying we'll be prepared to get married then? Uh, I would think so, sure. Yeah, yeah, no problem. How soon were you talking about? Well, like I said, we we were trying to do it at the end of February. But let me ask you this here now: after going through counseling, will we be able to have you be the person to to actually perform the ceremony? Because that's what I, I know. That's I know that's what I want uh, is for you to actually to, to perform the procedure. Yes, for us. yes, that's possible. Okay. Well, listen. I like I said. I, let me apologize. I didn't know I had your personal number. I do apologize for that. I, I do have. Uh, my soon-to-be spouse on the phone, and they would like to ask you a couple questions, too, if that's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's okay. I can speak with her. Okay. Uh, uh, Alfred? Alfred? Yes, yes. Hi, hi Pastor. How you doing? Al Alfred. Go ahead, Alfred. Hey, hey. Hi, Pastor. My name is Alfred, and uh, I wanted to have a couple of questions myself. I just wanted to know how, what was the capacity of your church, because we got quite a few, few friends and family members that were going to attend, so... That was one thing I wanted to know about. Right. Uh, 700. 700. Okay. Great. Well, Virgil, that's, 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 that sounds pretty good, huh, Virgil? Well, that's what, that's what we wanted. We wanted to make sure it was enough enough room for our friends. So we, we're probably going to invite about 300 friends, so mm -hmm. that, that should be fine. Yeah. That'd be so, nice. So, Pastor, when can, we get, when can we get counseling started? We? Oh. Oh. Uh, Alfred, you, you're... You getting married? Are you married? Al Alfred, uh, I'm sorry. Alfred is who I'm marrying, Pastor. But, uh, Alfred and I are, are trying to get married excuse by the end of February. So when can we actually... Uh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I was talking to Virgil. Now I'm yeah, right. I'm with, Virgil. Yeah. Oh, you're on... Alfred. So and Alfred is on the phone with me. Al Alfred is, is who I'm getting married to. So we want to know when whoa, can whoa, the whoa, counselor... Whoa, 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 whoa. It, it, excuse me. Uh, so, Pastor, when can, when, when can we start counseling at the church? We? Who, who is we? 
Well, Virgil and I. Yes. When, when can we start? Excuse me. We we can't start no damn yeah. counseling at my church. Not at mass. Forget about counseling. You need to come to Bible study. What is he talking about, Virgil? Well, Pastor, what seems to be the problem? Excuse me? What seems to be the problem? What is the problem that we can't get married at your church? The problem is the institute of marriage is between a man and a woman. God did not put Adam and Eve to be Adam and Steve. You just said if we go through counseling for four to six weeks, everything would be fine. The hell with counseling? You're on another level now. I don't believe in same-sex marriage, bro. Well, people of same-sex are getting married all over the country. So what seems to be the problem, Pastor? That's right and wrong. It doesn't matter to me what people are doing around the country. As now, we're sticking by the book. The Bible says that the institute of marriage is between a man and a woman. I don't find you two to be that. I really, I'm really not appreciative of the phone call. Now I've been insulted. Hell no! Excuse me. You no, no. I can't marry. Okay, but can you can you make an exception? Oh, I can't make an exception. But we love each other. Exactly. Thank you, Alfred. Yes, we do. I, 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 I'm glad you do. I, I'm happy for you. But we don't know. We don't roll like that, bro. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. I, I, I don't want to. Absolutely no. I'm not a, a man. And a woman must first leave their mother and father and cleave unto his wife. You don't see the problem here? I'm, I, I, I really don't have anything else. I really don't have anything else to say. Okay, but and, before you go, can I say something else to you? Hey, you may as well. You already insulted me. We got your number from Reverend Chapman. Reverend Chapman? The, the assistant pastor, Reverend Chapman, is the one who gave us. I know who he is, Reverend Chapman. He gave you my number for this? No, 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 man. I I really don't have much more time. I need to talk to Chapman. Okay, okay, okay. But Reverend Chapman said you wouldn't have a problem marrying us. That's right. Reverend Chapman said I wouldn't have a problem marrying Reverend Chapman said I wouldn't have a problem marrying you. I really don't have much time for you. Okay, well, let me go ahead and say this, Pastor. I just want to let you know on behalf of the assistant pastor, I'm Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show, and you've just been pranked. Wait. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Hello? Oh. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, <laughs> I need to wait a minute, Chapman. I need, hey, if Chapman ain't got nothing better to do, we really need to find him some. We need to find him some better to do. <laughs> hey, I'm embarrassed. Pastor, you all right? Uh, I don't know. I got a hard chase. Wait a minute. <laughs> Chapman got a little bit too much radio time on his hand. I. I can guarantee you one thing, he won't be listening to the radio no more. <laughs> I got to ask you this. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Oh, I, I have to say the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Uh, my buddy Ice Cube's new movie, uh, Fist Fight, is in theaters today, everybody. Had a conversation with him. 
And uh, we're going to let you find out what he got to say about it. Uh, we talked to him about the movie. Check it out. We have a special phone call, special guest family member on the line. Tommy, you want to do the honors? Can I do the honors? Oh, please. Do it. Please, You please. sure? Yes. I can get ahead. a yay-yay in here? Yes. Special guest this morning, y'all. <laughs> Pioneer of West Coast rap, an outstanding actor and movie producer. He got a new movie in theaters tomorrow. The movie is Fist Fight, and he's joining us this morning to tell us all about the movie. Put your hands together. Oh, my God. The one and only Ice Good morning. How y'all doing? <laughs> good, man. How you doing? I'm doing real good. You know, got this got this hilarious movie coming out tomorrow. So <laughs> it looks funny too. Oh, it looks funny. Yeah, it's, it's, we, it's a funny premise. Man, we all you know, we all know about three o'clock bell ring, so two you know, two of the students getting ready to fight, but this is completely different, man. <laughs> Tell us yeah. about it. You know, everybody in every workplace, you know, it's somebody this close to getting their butt whooped. <laughs> right now, we in school and uh the school is so bad that it's done pressure to teachers into having a fist fight after school, three o'clock parking lot. Old school style. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we know about that. <laughs> teachers it's, beefing, though? I like it, though. Man. I'm you know sure teachers, teachers be beefing anyway. You know teachers get into it. Yeah, they yeah. do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And uh, so we just we just took it to the next level, had fun with it. Uh, right. Of course, we don't, condone, we don't condone no violence in the workplace, but in a movie... <laughs> Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Hey man, our boy Tracy Morgan back on the scene, boy. What was yeah. what's it like working with him back on the scene, man, in fist fight? Man, it was just so good to have him around and to see that he was the same old Tracy Morgan. Tracy Morgan <laughs> is the most inappropriate, sincere, <laughs> sincere dude you know. So he's he's both sides of the spectrum, you know what I mean? So it's cool to to just have him around. And I think the accident made him funnier, to be honest. Oh, wow. Yeah. I love that line. I look like a minion. <laughs> <laughs> he's killing it in this movie. Funny as ever. So, man, y'all got a lot of action going on, Q, man. You, you, you in there throwing, throwing fists, man. Are you doing most of this? Hey, man, they had me doing all these fights, man. You know, it was an eight-day shoot for the just the fight alone. It took eight days to shoot. Wow. Because it's an epic fight, and it's, it goes on forever. I was wow. like, damn, man, are we shooting Rocky? Or are we shooting <laughs> <laughs> I still need a massage from that movie, man. I'm still sore from shooting that movie, but it was all us, for real. Hmm. Crazy. Snitches get stitches. <laughs> yeah, snitches get stitches for sure. You know, and I've been wanting to work with Charlie Day for a long time. Charlie He's Day. He's funny. Yeah. It's funny. He got his own style of comedy. Uh-huh. And uh, I, I knew if me and him did a movie together that, that we'd kill it. And, uh, you know, Fist Fight is hilarious on all levels. And, you know, it's some scene stealing things going on in there, man, that, that people just going to fall out their seat. Period. Oh, I love it. So did you learn anything, man, about playing a teacher? Yeah, you know, I like playing a teacher. I had a teacher like that named Mr. Toussaint. He one of them teachers that snatch you up out of collar if you got out of line. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, 
he had an afro. He used to comb it to the front. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, Q, yes. Yeah, you. <laughs> Come on, it's a Tucson. He was mean. He was mean, boy. But nobody, nobody messed with him. You know what I mean? Nobody messed with him. So I was like, that's the teacher I'm gonna play. That's the teacher I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play Mr. Tucson. Mr. Tucson, what subject you teach, uh, Q? Oh, he he. Back when they used to teach wood, you know, they used to. Yeah, used to I remember that wood shop. shop. How to work with their hands, you know. They used to teach kids how to work with their hands, and we had wood shop, and he was the wood shop teacher. And uh, <laughs> man, if you didn't sandpaper that wood right, boy, <laughs> you'd be in I'm your grill. I'm trying to picture all this hair rushing to the front, though. I'm trying to picture that. <laughs> oh, I see that. I know exactly what oh, you mean. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. It's oh, going man. down. Tomorrow yeah. Tomorrow is the, it jumps off fist fight in theaters across the country, starring the very own, the outstanding Ice Cube. Mm-hmm. Hip-hop legend, boy. Yes, he oh, is. We love yes, you, boy. Keep do- you got to give me a yay, yay before you get out of here. Oh, you know you got to get it. Hey, everybody go see Fist Fight tomorrow, and you know you're hearing it from your homeboy Ice Cube. A uh, yay, yay? <laughs> <laughs> Love I love it. Love him. Then he hang up and just go about his business. <laughs> Did he drop the mic? <laughs> That's how you drop it. All right. Oh, boy, we love Ice Cube. Yeah. Cube. Yeah, yeah. We love him. All right, listen to this. Now, this is according to a new Go Banking Rates poll. 21% of people say they won't be getting a tax refund this year. And of those getting refunds, 41% will put in savings while another 38% will use it to pay off debt. Here's our question of the day. What are you going to do with your tax return? And here's part two. You know we love these (laughs) two-parters. NBA All-Star Game, we've talked about it, is this weekend in New Orleans. Who is the greatest basketball player of all time? Give us a call, 877-29-STEVE. That's easy. You've been to start something today. That's a long long question, Shirley. Yeah, well, let's let's see. Let's go to line two and talk to Harold out of Michigan. <laughs> Your name, Steve. Harold. 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 <laughs> yeah, what's up, man? This Harold, what's up, man? What's going on here again? Harold, one syllable. <laughs> what you say, Harold? <laughs> Harold is just one syllable. Just one. <laughs> it, can, it can be. Here's the question. Okay. Are you getting a refund this year? Yes, I am. Okay, what you going to do with your refund, Harold? Well, listen, man. I'm going to, I got a couple bills I'm going to pay. And then the rest I'm saving, man. Okay. All right, Harold. I like to save my that. money, man. No, that's smart, that's man. That's very smart. That's very that's smart. Because it gives you a cushion mm-hmm. for throughout that's the year. Right. In case something Let's happens. So you keep, yeah, man. Yeah, you got to have that emergency sure. fund, man. Like I said, I got a nice little something put up now, man. So, but you know what? You got to keep saving, man. You know, because yes, I drive for a living, man. And I know, you know, you like them drivers, man. I drive for a living, man. This is lucrative business, man. People going to always need a ride. I like the way you put that, Harold. When you get older, you know, because that's what we do. We do like a paratransit program for, you know, like uh, people who can't make it to the regular bus stop. So, you know, you got to have some type of disability, whether it be physical or mental. And we'll come get you and take you wherever you got to go. You know? Oh, that's so, good, man. I, yeah, you, man. Yes, so good, we serve the city of Detroit, man, and, and we do an excellent job at it, too, man. So, okay. Save that money, boy. 
Hey, let me ask you a question, man. All-Star game this weekend. Who, in your opinion, is the greatest basketball player of all time? Oh, man. Now, you know, I'm going to say Jordan. You know, a lot of people going to say Jordan. And, and the reason I say Jordan is because he got the six rings, man. And then he just done that some stuff, man. Ain't nobody accomplished, man. Right. Now, you got guys coming up now, man. You, you can't take nothing away from Kobe. You can't take nothing away from, uh, 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 what's that cat, uh, Light-skinned boy. They oh, take nothing away from me. I don't like their team, so I don't even know. Curry. He's Stephon. He's a light-skinned boy. Yeah, a light boy. You know, you can't take nothing away from him, man. But, you know, when you think back on the greats, like prior to Kobe, you know, it's a lot of greats, but Kobe still got the crown, man. I'm going to have to say Kobe, man. <laughs> man, right, that's huh? cat dog on the board. He yeah. love that. Kobe, hey, greatest man, basketball player of all time. Show, man. I'm an avid listener, man. I've been listening for years. I mean, I've been following Steve Harvey. You know, before Steve Harvey was even Steve Harvey. You know, come on, boy. <laughs> cat man, I was just you know you you my man, though. Come on, boy, you know ride or die. Yeah, see, he ain't turn on me. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 18 minutes after the hour, when we come back, you know who's here. Who? Him. Uh, who is him? Him. He's here. He got all types of problems. Why are you saying like that? He just do. He has problems. And he just can't get past. Hey, good morning, everyone. Steven, Tommy, Shirley, Carla Jr., the crew, the crew. It's Friday. You know I'm getting ready for tonight. I have to grace the people with my present, Portsmouth, Virginia, mm-hmm. at Willett Hall tonight. So, fly, flutter, flutter. Okay. Let's hear Good about morning. it. Good yeah. morning. Happy Friday. Hey, Carla. Hey, Shirley. Hey, baby. Junior. Morning, butterfly. All right. That's my um my roommate in the dressing room. It's him. Who, Junior? Mm-hmm. Well, we on tour. Y'all share dressing room? Carla. Mm-hmm. Carl, huh? come on now. Carl. What, Junior? It's me. He's not, that's not true. No, Steven. It's not true. Let's get ready to say it. Yeah. <laughs> Go ahead and ask me about the, um, you know, the, the, the what is it, the, your tax return and then the basketball. I'm going to be a part of what okay, the guys are Okay, doing. cool. I'll participate. You getting a tax return this year? Yes. Good. A little more enthusiasm, Steven, your part. Are you getting you know a tax return this year? <laughs> That's not good either. You don't sound like you do when you do your talk show. Sound like you do when you're asking the audience stuff. You have to do it like that. That was forced, Steve. Are you getting a tax return this year? Yes, I am. <laughs> that hurt, Steve. Okay, good. What's your favorite <laughs> uh, basketball player of all time? He's dying. <sighs> Thank you. So what else is going on? <laughs> You're not letting me answer. You know, I like me some, um, first of all, Dennis Rodman is, was so good in the game. Mm-hmm. And what? Why do you like Dennis Rodman so much? Because he was a rebounder. He was a very good rebounder. He was just, you know, he had more energy than anybody the greatest, on the court. What is the greatest basketball player of all time? You can't say no damn Dennis okay. Rodman. I can say damn Dennis Rodman if I want to say damn Dennis Rodman. stupid. You don't even understand the game. If you oh. think he's the greatest basketball player of all time, you don't even understand the game. I can oh. beat you. Uh-oh. 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 Whoa. Uh-oh. Here go. Was that a challenge? Here we nah, go. I'm just, we could do it if, however he wanted to do it. But I'm just saying I can beat him. You think you can beat Steve playing basketball? I can beat him in one of my outfits. Trust hey, me, dog. I can. They don't really. 
in one of your outfits. Hey, dog. First of all, I ain't no dog. I can tell you about that. On the real, on the real, if I just went back out there for four days Mm -hmm. and just got my rhythm back. Your ass going to pull something. That's what's going to happen. You you or Tommy can't whoop me. Tommy ain't in this. This is me and you. This is me and you right now, partner. Partner. (laughs) What? Well, no, I, I've been trying to use them where they be able to make make them. First of all, hard. you you oh, first of all, let me explain something. You ain't a dog, right? No. Then you can't beat me, dog. It's no way. Cause you have to have a lot of dog in you. It ain't the fight in the me. dog. It's the dog in the fight. Well, if you ain't in the fight, <laughs> then the where the dog at? It's just the opposite. That's dumb. Or a real roof, then whatever. Do you want to? Do you want to play or not? I play Tommy. I don't want to play you. Cause I'm not. Why you don't want to play me? Because no you you don't deserve to be on the same floor. Because you scared of my crossover. That's all it is. We what? gotta go. We Your have crossover to go. crossover ain't scared nobody but the people that know you. <laughs> we have to go. Uh, Your crossover up. ain't scared nobody but Gloria. Uh oh. Look at the time. Look at the time. <laughs> Goodbye. Coming up next, we're gonna go so to the I phones. Thought. If you're getting a tax return, what are you planning on doing with that money? Part two of this question. Uh, the NBA All-Star Game is this weekend in New Orleans. What do you think and who do you think is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game? 877-29-STEVE. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up next, we're going to the phones. If you're getting a tax return, what are you going to do with your money? And who do you think is the greatest NBA player of all time? You know, the NBA All-Star uh, game is this weekend in New Orleans. Call us, 877-29-STEVE. We'll be back. All right, let's go to line two and talk, uh, line three, that is, and talk to Don out of Illinois. Hey, Don. Yes, sir. Are you getting a tax return? Yes, sir. All right, so what you going to do with your money, Don? Well, I have kids. I have two kids, one boy, one girl. And uh, I like to spend all that I can, if I can, to try to see them having what they don't have. So I say I just spend it on my kids. Okay. Huh? All right. Nice, Don. Hey, man, that ain't bad. How old are the kids, Don? 15 and 16, sir. One boy, one girl. Okay, slow down on spending with the boy. He'll be all right. Oh, you know that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that little girl just gonna keep on spoiling the dog. That'll set the pattern uh, for the boys that come into her life, cause they gonna heart. they gonna know how their daddy treated them, and then they expect that from a boy, and they get treated better that way. All right, all right. Yeah. I got now you. let me ask you this here question, Don: the greatest <laughs> yes, basketball player of all time, in your opinion? What city you calling from, Don? Illinois, Chicago. Okay, Chicago that will definitely man. have something to do with this. Yeah. Uh, what uh, <laughs> basketball player do you think is the greatest basketball player of all time, sir? Well, actually, uh, Mr. Harvey, if I had to go back in time, I would Come say the now. Bulls in their, in their later days when they had Bob Love and Earl the Pearl. But oh. then I have to bring it back to this time, whereas before Jordan left the game, I had to yeah. say even before Mike, there was always Dr. J. Jay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. This is a basketball connoisseur. Because <laughs> he said Earl the Pearl Monroe. Monroe. Yeah, I yes, watched sir. this thing on 30 last night about the Knicks, man. Yes, Good sir. Lord Jesus. Dave DeBusho. Dollar Bill Bradley. Phil Donahue. Jackson. 
Then they had Cassie Russell, Willis Reed, Willis Reed, Dick Barnett, Clyde Frazier. Walt, damn man, that boy Walt Frazier. Yeah. Y'all don't even y'all y'all you know what, Junior? See you young. Mm-hmm. <laughs> see y'all think these teams today is so great, but if they'd have played them boys back then and now, they got their laundry handed to them. Mm. Who? What you mean? Who? Oh, you another young one? You stupid too. I'm LeBron all day. I'm LeBron. You think LeBron would have got it handed to him? Did you just say you got to be stupid because you're young? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's usually when you're most stupid, ain't it? (laughs) Think back when you was younger than this. Wasn't you dumber than this? Yes, you was. Yeah, yeah, I was. Yeah. Matter of fact, that comment was stupid. I just put that (laughs) on. I know. Oh, you, you want to take you that dumb, back? You, you dumb. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's how it works, man. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> thank you, think, you, Don. You, you, think, you think that Steph Curry now and the Cavaliers could have beat the Lakers back then? I'm not saying that. The Showtime oh, the Lakers? Lakers? Oh, my God. Lakers was called. Oh, the Showtime Lakers know. were worthy? Mm-mm. Hold up, dog. You think Kareem that LeBron now, you think that uh, uh, Steph Magic. Curry now, could have beat the Boston Celtics when, when Larry Bird, Kevin McHale, Robert Parrish was down there. Dog, you really think that, man? <laughs> Who is you talking to? I'm talking to anybody listening. <laughs> but you Question, we had an NBA All-Star in a, in a weekend. Mad sense. You so think, aggressive you think, with yeah, He's so aggressive. Your... Just, just I mean, say I'm, it. I'm really because if you on. show about what you're saying, then be sure. Do you think? think any one of these teams could have beat Isaiah Thomas, Rick Mahorn, Dennis Rodman, and them boys, doggone Joe Dumas, man. Do you really think that they could have beat the damn bad boys, the Detroit Pistons? Do you really think there's a team today that could have done that? Mm. Raise your Mm. hand. Come on. I'm listening. (laughs) <laughs> you're worked so up aggressive. you're wound up hey y'all when we come back after the break Tommy gonna have a prank phone call for us mm-hmm. find out what it is right after this you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show alright y'all be back 48 after the hour hey y'all coming up <laughs> top of the hour we got strawberry letter but uh, come on fool what you got N-B-F-U what? No blacks for you. Oh, boy, uh, I was about uh, to say. N-B-F-U. No blacks F- for you. F-U, too. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Well, he said it to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got the prank coming. Oh, <laughs> Junior. See, how y'all sat back and took that? Guys, <laughs> are the most ready, set, go people I've ever met. Sorry. Uh, it's Black History Month. NBFU. No blacks for you. Here we go. Right after this. Your love is king. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh, Nicole, please. This is she. How you doing? Listen, I'm giving you a call. Uh, you, you happen to be um, uh, in a relationship with a... With a black man, am I am I right? I'm sorry, who is this? I'm sorry, my name is Brian. Uh, well, I don't want to give my uh, full name, but it's Giadaya. Giadaya Malcolm. Okay, and, and I'm sorry, why are you calling? Okay, now you, you, you are a Caucasian woman, correct? <laughs> okay, why, I'm, I'm still trying to get to why are you calling? 
well, what's going on is um, uh, I'm with an organization, and we're calling people who are in interracial relationships. And, and from my understanding, you are in a interracial relationship, correct? Yes. Okay. I'm with NBFU, and that's uh, NBFU is No Blacks for You. And what we're doing is we're trying to get uh, uh, races to go back to dating each other, you know, which means Caucasians going back you, to dating. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. At first, I, I don't know who you think you are calling my house, but that's just not going to happen. And I don't know where this organization is based out of. I mean, you must be some country bumpkin or something, and you have just really called the wrong house. Okay, well, no, when, uh, uh, NBFU, ma'am, has been around since uh, the early 1940s. Yeah, I can imagine. I can imagine that. And I'm sure at some point you guys have to shut down because this is just ridiculous. Do you know? I mean, Obama's mother was white. Are you going to go knock on his door too? What the hell are you I'm talking about? I don't about? have time to knock on Obama's door. He's busy doing yeah, other I things mean, right for now. Real. What like, I'm trying who, to do is get the rest of the country who, to understand who gave, about who is this? No black. And that's what I'm saying. What I'm Sometimes trying to tell you. trying to tell us we can't be together because you're black and I'm white. He's con. Yo, what's up? Who this? Uh, 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 okay. Who, 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 who is this? This is a. I'm a, I'm a man. Who this? Okay, this is G, uh, G Adia, G Adia Malcolm. And what I'm doing, man, is we, we, you know, I'm with an organization called NBFU, and NBFU, man, is no blacks for you. Which what we're trying to do is we're trying to get all races to go back to each other. Dude, what you talking dude, you tripping, man. You are what 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 kind of organization is that? Y'all are tripping. Okay, what, brother, let me ask you, you something. You don't about, feel you don't feel empty without the sister on your side? You don't feel empty without uh, no, uh no, loving a uh, black woman on your side? That's what I'm asking you, brother. Well, I got I got plenty of black women on my side, but that don't mean that I had to be in a relationship with a black woman. I'm in a relationship with a woman I love. So that's what it's about. And I don't feel empty. That's the first problem with your organization right there. The, the premise is wrong. Okay, 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 but brother, what we're trying to do, man, we don't want to lose our race. We don't want the blacks to lose the strength that we have. And if blacks continue to date and mate with blacks, then we will be as powerful and stronger than any other race in the world. Where did you get this number from, man? Excuse me? How'd you get this number in the first place, dude? I mean, I ain't got time for all this, man. This is some nonsense, bro. How you? Why you calling us? Hey, man, because aren't y'all an interracial uh, couple? Well, yeah, but what difference does that make? That ain't none of your business. Hey, but it is my business. Is I'm with I'm with NBFU. No care who you with, you. Dog. And you are a black we... person that are integrated within another race. And what we're trying to do, man, is get you to understand to come back to your race and be comfortable and happy in your oh, race. Oh, oh, you really. Up now, dog. Come back to my race. I ain't never left my race, dog. You are tripping, yo. NB, you, you. Y'all get off our phone, man. Don't call here no more with that. Do you think that you are happier with a Caucasian woman than you would be with a black woman? Man, I, I don't even. I don't even want to entertain this. Don't call here no more. Don't call here no more. Uh, what do you? But let me you ask you, you something, brother. Be a man and answer the question. Oh, dog. You, you know what? You about to get your. Well, dog, you you know you really you really gonna get your. Well, be a man. I'm asking you to be a man. man. And you know what? If you bring your over here, you'll find out how much of a grown man I am. Hey, man, don't get your up, man. While I'm in the middle of asking you these questions, because I ain't got no problem coming over there. I got your phone number. I got your address too. Bring your on over here and see what you find. 
I'm asking you about these relationships, man. Are you more comfortable in a relationship with a Caucasian woman than you are with a black woman? Dog, I told you, man, it ain't even about that, and we ain't even going into that. So, look, just please, brother, can you stop calling here? Don't call my girl no, man, no more. We're calling call all interracial mother. people around the country. That's what NBFU does. We call all of y'all, and we try to talk some sense into you and see if you can change the world and go back to the races from which you came. <laughs> You're tripping, y'all. You're really tripping, man. You know what? Obviously, you, you, it's a, a mental institution you're calling from because there's something wrong with you. So, look, don't call here no more, and we ain't got no more problems. Can right? I, say this, can I say this to you? I'm going to your, your girl's job, and I'm talking to her face-to-face tomorrow about this whole situation. And you know what? And you're going to get your whooped. No, I ain't getting my whooped. I'm going tomorrow, and I'm talking. Matter of fact, right. I ain't even called to talk to you. You put her back on the phone. To hell with you. Put her, <laughs> her back her on job. the phone. Show her at her job tomorrow and see what happens. I'm showing up Show. at her job. Put her back on the phone. Show up at her job tomorrow and see what happens. You didn't change, man. You changed. You don't know me from the beginning, dude. How you gonna tell me I didn't change? You don't know me. I, I look at me. I, I know how you brothers get, man. I'm as black as I ever was. You can't measure my blackness because of who I'm dating. You show up at a job tomorrow, you gonna get your work. You ain't gonna sit here and threaten me, man. I am with okay, we're done. You you done worked him up, and now I'm worked up. You're you're done. You're done. So you can stop calling the house. And I I'm wish coming to your you job would. tomorrow. Do you understand me? I'm coming I to get you. Do, do you you would. To me. Please do. Are you listening to me? Matter of fact, you can have your man at your job at lunchtime. Not only am I going to talk to you at lunchtime, I'm going to whoop his while I'm there. Oh, there's not going to be any talking. You show up, there's not going to be any talking. Yeah, it's going to be any talking. Me and you have a discussion to uphold. NBFU wants to talk to you. You know what? There's a saying. Arguing with a fool makes you a fool. So this conversation is over. Can I say one more thing to you? What? This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your girlfriend. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow. <laughs> okay, you he, he's about to take his blood pressure medication. <laughs> what? Hey, 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 nephew Tommy, I ain't never liked <laughs> no way. This is <laughs> gotta ask y'all before I leave, and I need to hear this from both of y'all. What is the baddest radio show in the land? The Did I take the white lady there? Yeah. Oh, huh? man. Yeah, yeah. Did, you did. Did you? Took her on the trip. You know. Did you? Then her man that's black, he get on the line. <laughs> you know, woo! That's how we do it. Tell him where we at tonight, man. Oh, man, tonight, dog, we down at Willard Hall in mm-hmm. Portsmouth, Virginia. Yeah. Eight o'clock show. Yeah. Hold it up. Okay, we, we about to do this. Off, we got to go. Two thousand seater. About to get mm-hmm. it. Here they come. Yes. <laughs> We're on our way to Willett Hall. Oh, I said it. Oh God, I said it. You're <laughs> listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's a time. Let's buckle up and hold on tight. Here it is, Strawberry Letter Twenty Three. All right, here we go. Subject robbed at gunpoint. It's been a nightmare. Stephen Shirley, please help me. I was robbed at gunpoint and my spouse's teenager set it up and watched. My children were there. It was very scary. My spouse never disciplined his child for this. We don't have a good relationship. Blended families are not easy, but if both adults are not on the same page, it won't work. 
I've had to deal with disrespect, theft, etc. But the icing on the cake was the robbery. Forgiveness is the hope that the past could have been different. I've told my spouse I will forgive in my time. I've been asking God to help me with this. My spouse and I have decided to go our separate ways. He wanted us to work it out, but I refuse to live like a prisoner. We have children together, and their happiness is important to me. I've never been rich, but I feel like I struggle more financially when he was in the home. I'm still struggling, and I pray every day that things will get better. Please help me. Thank you. This is really awful. Uh, and I, I don't understand how this happened with no repercussions. A true statement you made in the letter. Blended families are not easy. Very true statement. But but really, who expects to be robbed by one of the blended family members? Who expects that? Another true statement you made. If, if both adults are not on the same page, it won't work. That's really true. And that's why your stepchild wasn't reprimanded for setting up and watching this robbery. His dad, your husband didn't step in and handle it. You're his wife. His kid had you set up to be robbed and then he watched it. Your husband should have handled that. He should be taking care of you. You know what? I'm just really, I'm glad that you guys are going your separate ways. I I really am. This is not going to work. You're right. Um, It's good to end it here because your husband and his criminal kids have just brought nothing but pain and misery to your life. You should have left a long time ago. Uh, You and your kids are better off without them. That's what I say. Steve? I'm still struggling, and I pray every day that things will get better. Uh, Hope is the beginning of the turnaround process. Mm -hmm. Then once you learn how to hope strong enough, then hopefully that turns into faith. Hope, hope is the beginning of the process. You know, it's, 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 it's hope. Hope means a brighter outlook. That's what hope is. I have hope for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I hope it gets better. You know, it's usually a, you're done in a positive way. So I think you're on the right path. I think you need to turn this into faith, though, and know that things are going to get better because you've been delivered from, obviously, a horrible situation. Ugh. My spouse's teenager, I was robbed at gunpoint, and my spouse's teenager set it up and watched. Right after that, if I was writing this letter, it would just have dot, dot, dot. Mm -hmm. And then you'd see a whole bunch of stuff you couldn't read. It'd be blood on the paper, and it'd be a lot of tabs and stuff. It'd be blood on the paper? Yeah, it'd be blood on the paper, and then you'd be, what what is what is them what drops? That's where the boy was yeah. crying when I was hanging him over uh-huh. here choking him. He you know, I, can, I can tell you a lot that's going to happen. But the, uh, the, your children were there. It was very mm. scary. And then your spouse, who is your husband, never disciplined his child for this. Uh. Wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You got robbed at gunpoint. Gunpoint. By your stepson, I'm assuming. Yeah, yeah. In this blended family that you say are not easy, which is true, Mm -hmm. yours really ain't easy because they robbing you at gunpoint. Mm -hmm. I've had a couple of problems in a blended family too, but I bet you one thing, bet not now one of them (laughs) pull a gun out and point it at me and don't kill me. (laughs) Okay, let me, I'm going to go somewhere. He watched, he watched Watched. too. Yeah. 
crazy. Uh, th- this letter, y'all, I, I really can't even get this my. Is crazy. Sister. You should have. You should have. You should have did to this boy. You should have called the police. But That's then I understand. What, mm-hmm. No mom wants to call the police exactly. on what's supposed to be her child. I do understand that. But this mm-hmm. dad who allowed this to happen without disciplining this did boy. Nothing? Discipline is on the word. I, I don't know. I'm sorry. Go I'm sorry. I, I can't yeah. even formulate my thoughts about this one. I, I really apologize because normally I'm better than this, but. This letter right here. But you're angry. You're upset. Who does this? I mean, how could something like this happen and he not step up? The dad. Yeah. I'm I'm lost on so many levels. I I don't know where to start with my anger. First of all, this dude set you up, but this is your child, stepson, Mm -hmm. but the daddy know about it and ain't did nothing? I'm damn. And he wants to work it out. He wants to work the marriage out. We ain't got no marriage. Get out of here. You let somebody rob your wife, man, and you watch, and you don't do nothing about it. You ain't no man. I don't see why you want to stay with a dude that ain't a man no damn way. Get out now. All right. right, uh, We'll let you formulate your thoughts, Steve. Part two. I can't get it together. Steve's response coming up 12 after. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, I got part two of this letter coming up, so don't go away. All right, let's get back to this ignorant letter. Robbed at gunpoint. This lady's spouse's teenager set it up and watched. Her children were there. It was very scary. My spouse never disciplined his child for this. We don't have a good relationship. Blended families are not easy. Yeah, well, blended families ain't this, though. Hmm. Um, it, but if both adults are not on the same page, it won't work. That's another true statement. I've had to deal with disrespect, theft, etc. Icing on the cake was the robbery. Uh, Forgiveness is the hope that the past could have been different. Uh, I told my spouse I will forgive in my time. I've been asking God to help me with this. My spouse and I have decided to go our separate ways. He wanted us to work it out. But I refuse to live like a prisoner. We have children together, and their happiness is important to me. I've never been rich, but I feel like I struggle more financially when he was in the home. I'm still struggling, and I pray every day that things will get better. Please help me. Uh, I can't comment on this letter because I, I, I'm, uh, I'm really, for the first time, I'm so mad on so many levels because the father, for starters, yeah, allows yeah. this to happen. A man to will not wife. allow his wife to be robbed and he right. witness it and know who did it and yeah. don't do nothing son, about nothing. it. Nothing. That Yo, ain't son. no man. That ain't no man going to let nothing happen to his girl like that. And he don't do nothing. Next level. My son puts my wife at gunpoint. Boy. Woo. Boy, that's the, okay, that's the other level. This, my, me and, boy, me yeah. and you finna take this daddy-son thing to a whole nother level. Yes. Yeah. That's disturbing. The yeah. fact that the son sets it up and watches his stepmother who, no matter how you feel about her, does she deserve that? And suppose that damn gun go off. Yeah. You know, it's so yeah. many levels. Yes. And then yes, the daddy Absolutely. don't do nothing about it. And then Ooh. they breaking up. He want to work it out. She's struggling nothing with the forgiveness part of it. Nothing. Man, I listen You can to forgive me. and leave. You can forgive yeah. and leave. Please <laughs> get out. <laughs> Yeah, but see, what you want, I ain't finna do is be a prisoner in the house, like she say. No. He's stealing stuff. 
Got a gunpoint. I tell you what though. Gunpoint. How old is this damn boy? So I. You're supposed it, to be the butcher out. How old? Put him is. out. Can I kill him in this coup? <laughs> how old do a boy have yeah. to be? Yeah. Uh-uh. <laughs> she needs a press charge. I just need to know how old do the boy yeah. have to be where yeah. I can if kill I just, him and it's cool. I just what a high, whatever whatever age that is. I got time. Yeah, she says she's still struggling. We understand that. It's going to take a minute knew, to get over that. You take a baseball bat down there and get rid of some of this tension. What to do with the body. All right, today's letter is posted on steveharvey.com. You can also tweet or Instagram me your thoughts at mygirlshirley. Now, coming up after the break at 34 after the hour, NBA All-Star Game this weekend. Who is the greatest basketball player to ever play the game? Tommy, who you think it is? It's Jordan. I really Kill. do. Jordan, hands down. Jordan. I love LeBron, but it's Jordan. Well, you know, LeBron's still playing. Yeah, but he done done some yeah, incredible stuff done. already. You know what I'm saying? We're going to have to wait till when he finishes his career. We'll see. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, our question of the day, are you getting a tax refund? What are you planning on doing with the money? And part two, the greatest basketball player of all time. Hey, uh... Tommy, give me your top five best players. Uh, think about it, and I'm going to come back to you. Junior, give me your top five. I'll think about it, I'm going to come back to you. All right, uh, we could go to the phone, but let me do this right. Save you some time here. Top five basketball players of all time. Junior. Jordan. Kobe Bryant. Magic Johnson. <laughs> Bird. And Akeem Olajuwon. Mm, nice. Wow. Nice wow. list. Wow. Just had to do that. Wow. How many did you name, though? I named five. Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, Magic Johnson, Larry Bird, and Kim Lajuan. Wow. Tommy? All right, y'all got to bear with me on this now. Jordan. Yeah. LeBron. Mm-hmm. Muggsy, Bowe, Spud, Webb, and Chris Powell. <laughs> oh, you pick all short people. <laughs> Little bitty. <laughs> I tried to squeeze Nate Robinson in there, but I had you said five. <laughs> Why are you laughing so hard, Junior? Did you hear his five? Uh, I did. Ain't nobody I on his that. list over five. I five. Know. <laughs> wow. All right, What's Steve, your five? Come on. Come on up. Jordan was the greatest player of all time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Four more. Bird and Magic are one because they mm-hmm. made each other. You can't say magic without saying bird. You can't say bird without saying magic. So magic bird is one. Okay. You just can't. You can't separate them two, man. Really? From college, when it was Indiana against Michigan State. Mm-hmm. I mean, not Indiana, but the school. Yeah, that little school in Indiana, uh, French Lick. Mm-hmm. From that all the way through the pro- You can't. The one without the other is not. So I consider them one. Magic and bird. Same. So that's two. Okay. LeBron James has done enough to go down in history as one of the greatest basketball players of all time. Okay, that's three. The next most, I'm, I'm a little torn with this one, though. Mm-hmm. I want to give Kobe his due. Mm-hmm. Because Kobe ass, man, balled. Yeah. <laughs> he, that boy, balled, man. And he balled with an intensity. Yeah, yeah. Who you talking with, though? You know. Okay. And did did he win a ring without Shaq? Yes, he did. Yeah. See. Yes, he did. Two. See, so I had to get a boy his. Okay. I had to get that boy his. 
And then the person that changed the game that revolutionized basketball was Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> He's on my list. I just thought that, that boy yeah. right there, that sky hook, and then he eliminated. They stopped dunking in college because of him. You could not dunk because of Kareem. They ruled out dunking because of Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. They stopped dunking in college basketball. I, it was I, the craziest I, thing you've ever seen. I still like Elijah Warren on that, though, for Junior. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's cool that everybody got their opinion. Yeah, but, I mean, yeah. but Kareem me- Abdul-Jabbar, no, sir. <clears throat> no, sir. When you threw it to him, he was money. He was money, man. So, Dr. Tall. J didn't make your five. Yes. He made mine. My five. No, he made not mine. the greatest five. He's <laughs> he great made your five, player. Shirley. Man, <laughs> yeah. He's a great and ball he's player. Fine. And he's fine. Yeah, and he's right. What? <laughs> I'm talking about uh, what I saw revolutionize the game. Now, if I told y'all the real truth, you wouldn't even understand it because you, you, you don't even know nothing about Oscar Robertson. No. You don't even oh, understand yeah. what he was. So, I just ain't even no need of me throwing that in there because y'all, you don't even know that. Mm. You don't even know Elgin Baylor. You sounded mad, though. You yeah, there you go. Don't the don't know. There you go. There you go. Tiny Archibald. Damn, Wilt Chamberlain. Boy, oh, yeah. 100 <laughs> points in a damn game. I'm talking about doing ignorant mess. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, I seen all that. Yeah. Stuff, but it ain't no need of me throwing that in there. Cause Wilt got more one, points on had, and off the court. Had all the women, right? He, that's the one yeah. that had all the women. He put some numbers up. Uh-huh. And Wilt had more women than Rodman had points. <laughs> mm-hmm. He had more women than Rodman had points. Rodman ain't never had 100 points in his career. No. thousand. All right, coming up at the top of the hour, we will have Steve Harvey world premiere of a brand new Mary J. Blige song, okay? Nice. All right. All right. This one's called You Plus Me Love Lesson. Mary mm. J. wanted the Steve Harvey Nation to get to hear it first, and we will play it at the top of the hour. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, here we go. All right, floats, marching bands, street parties, and uh, they're about to converge with slam dunks, three-point plays, and buzzer beaters in New Orleans. It's going to be a lot going on in New Orleans. Yes, Mardi Gras revelers and basketball fans alike will let the good times roll when New Orleans Mardi Gras meets NBA All-Star Weekend. I love it. Let's go. This is going to be a lot going on in New Orleans. Yes, Mardi Gras revelers and basketball fans alike will let the good times roll when New Orleans Mardi Gras meets NBA All-Star Weekend. I love it. Let's go. Mardi Gras is one reason why the NBA's annual showcase is in New Orleans for a third time. When the NBA pulled the 2017 All-Star Game from Charlotte because of a North Carolina law that limits the protections of LGBT people, New Orleans hurriedly put together a bid to host that the full weekend of events involving celebrities and the NBA elite would coincide with the first major Mardi Gras parade was pitched as more of a selling point than a complication. I love it. We were in a good position in that we were already prepared for Mardi Gras and already had our special events operations going. Uh, To kind of plug the NBA into that, 
Uh, Ryan Burney, a spokesman for our friend Mayor Mitch Landrew, said in an interview with the Associated Press. I love it. They were already ready for Mardi Gras. So, yeah, let's come on down. Just bring it on down, the All-Star Game. Okay, NBA owners, officials, players, and other dignitaries, yeah, have been invited to parties at prime viewing areas along with historic St. Charles Avenue on Friday night. And they'll have an opportunity to experience Mardi Gras like a local. This is according to Jay Cicero. He's president of the Greater New Orleans Sports Foundation. What a great way to expose Mardi Gras to people who may never have seen it, said Don't Cicero. Don't you feel like some gumbo right now? I can that. I say, uh, <laughs> my husband is on his way. To the, to the NBA All-Star? Uh-huh. Go ahead, bro, Tosh. Enjoy have yourself. Fun, Tosh. What's up, yeah. Tosh? Don't lose your mind. <laughs> Oh, he gonna lose it, though. He get real brand new, though. My husband, when he goes home to New Orleans, he's real different when he goes. Uh huh. Enjoy. He he Uh acts funny, right? Yeah, girl. Uh He's going with his fellas, the guys, because, you know, I went to the Super Bowl. So he's like, that's cool. That's cool. We're gonna go to All Star. Mm -hmm. Go on, have fun. (laughs) Did he tell you to have fun? Yeah, I mean, he's like, "Y'all go yeah. kick it at the Super Bowl." Make the most of it. Don't come. Yeah. He's, he already told you, Carla. Don't come back by ten. Stay out late as you want. As late as you want. Drink, drink, fun. Have some fun. Yeah, go to yeah, the clubs. Do, all of that. Yeah, do everything. Yeah. So when, when I came back, he was like uh, from the Super Bowl. Yeah, me and the fellas. Yeah, we headed to an NBA All Star. Okay. Yeah, road trip. Yes. Got, my, got my cigars. He said, "And his Mardi Gras too." I'm going home. <laughs> he got his beads. He got everything. Okay. You know, well, that's fun. Oh, Gosh, don't throw no beads. You get your hand broke. <laughs> <laughs> throw your beads up. <laughs> throw me is. something, mister. That's what you say. When you want the beads, mm-hmm. you say, throw me something, mister. Uh-huh. And then you, you, know, you got some beads before Carla? Mm-hmm. All right, now. Mm-hmm. Oh. All right, now. What you do after you got them, Carla? <laughs> before, you got to get them first. We can see I'm married to a man from New Orleans. Okay, all right. <laughs> 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 all right. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Let's go to the Let's phone, go to the phones. We're going to um get me out of this. Yeah, if you right, if you're gonna get a tax return, what are you gonna do with that money? And here's part two of that same question. Who do you think is the greatest basketball player of all time? Allen out of Texas, Steve. Allen. Hey, what's going on, buddy? Hey, what's up, man? What up with you, boy? <laughs> man, I'm chilling. What is going on, Steve Harvey? Dog, I'm just up in here just doing what I do, man. I'm just making it happen. I hear that, man. Make it happen, there. And Allen, Allen, I ain't, I, I fear no man but God. Hey, hey, I feel you, man. I feel you. God bless you, man. I fear no man and God myself, man. But I swear I don't. Hey, man, you getting a refund check? Man, that's what they tell me. <laughs> <laughs> Are you waiting? Yeah, but I gotta it? see it first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they tell me. I don't know. You know those student loans, man. They be sneaking up on you, man. I don't never plan for nothing. But I do. Yeah. They do give me something, man. I'm gonna pay all these bills off. All right. Yeah, man. I ain't mad at you, man. Yeah, I try to see. I try to see nephew Tommy, but his ticket's too high. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> how, much, <laughs> how much? How much? How much is his tickets, man? Man, his ticket was up there, man. The scalper was trying to get me, man. Was that wasn't me. That was a scalper. Nuh-uh. I ain't done that. I, ain't, I wouldn't do that. Why Why Tommy ticket so high? Man, I, I don't know. I guess it's all. He got to pay all the people. Eugene, O.P.L., all the other Yeah, hell yeah, uh-huh. Tommy, how much is tickets, Tom, for real? $50. Oh, 
Man, that dude told me 75. No, that's them scalpers, man. Us, man. Where you live at, Alan? I'm in Austin, Texas, man. Okay. Yeah, okay. so come on back. Come on back. You, uh, Steve high-sided on Mojo's last time, but they actually had some good chicken wings so they caught on fire and burned down. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Mojo's. You got a lot of information, Alan. <laughs> I love Alan. I know. Thank you. All right, Motown, Dick and Def Jam, they're coming up next. All right, hang on. We'll be back. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, that's Mary J. Bly's new one, y'all. A call, uh, l- hey, let us know. You plus me. Love, Love lesson. <laughs> Mary. Ooh. Ooh. She, she a bad girl. Yeah. Uh-huh. Boy, we, I went to her show. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, we had a good time. No, they Didn't we? Right there. Yeah. No joke. Uh-huh. Mary J. Bly. The yeah. truth. And she's such a cool person, man. Yeah. Yeah, yeah she was. Really, yeah, really was. cool person. All right, speaking of Mary J., uh, this past Saturday, Mary J. performed and warned the audience at the Clive Davis Gala uh, that she was not in a good place, okay? So you know what that means when she's not she's in a good the place. Lights That's up. right. She says, I look happy somewhat, but I'm going through some horrible stuff right now. Uh, she was about to perform in tribute to Saturday night's honoree, BET Network's president, Deborah Lee. She says, it's called a divorce. Uh. Oh. Uh huh. It's called a divorce. Oh, it didn't got, got hot behind the scene yeah. then. Yeah. Anyway, Mary yeah. J, we are rooting for you. Yes, we, we are. are. We they, love they, you, Mary J. Want, uh, yes, we are. Some spousal support. How much he wanted? It was a lot, kind huh? of foolishness. Yeah, for they some flowers. flowers. Over a hundred some thousand a month or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. Those lines. Get you you got to get your ass a job, man. <laughs> <laughs> you you got to get your ass a job, dog. Nobody finna take care of you. You wanted a chef, they said? A chef? You better get it you some crazy. pots and pans. You better ask for something to cook with. What <laughs> about finna take care of you? You're a grown ass man. No, it's uh, we love. I don't know, man. It's, divorce is ugly, man. I feel bad because she's got to keep trying to live and do her thing in her career. It's always sad when the other person can just sit and make allegations and attack. Absolutely. While you out there still trying to make your life work and happen. Mm-hmm. And boy, let me tell you something. When they attack you, they got time. They got mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. You know the part that I don't like? What? Here's, here's the thing that has to change in this country. When you sue a person or make a claim against a person, and it's of the false nature, mm-hmm. and then you go to court, and then the one person that you accuse gets, he's vindicated it didn't happen. If you find out that you was lying and you bought four false charges, something should happen to yeah, you. Yeah, nothing happens to the accuser. Something should happen to you. You're right. You can't just yeah. skip your ass on back to the house. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't get the millions I thought I was going to get. Nice try. Yeah. And then some damn lawyer sitting up there, he done invested two, 300000 of his money because he thinking he about to hit the, the, the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. So they all, then they drag you through the mud. Then you get vindicated. Then you get to just skip off like ain't nothing happened. That's unfair, man. It is. Yeah, it it really is. That's unfair, man. I really don't like in divorce, and I've been divorced as well, Steve, when the man tries to get money from the woman. You know, I I, I can't like alimony and stuff. I I cannot with that. Sorry. I don't care how rich the woman was or how much money she had. You know, now let me tell you something. I understand. A woman's position. She has children. She sacrificed herself to help you get where you are. You know, she gave of herself. Mm-hmm. I know there's some men saying, well, we did the same thing. But not actually. No. Um, 
you know, you jumped on a banana boat, dog, and it was full of fruit. Um, I think that uh, women who are, you know, domestic engineers and give of themselves and you marry this man and y'all build this life together. for nine months. You know, Mm -hmm. and then y'all build a life together and then divorce, it's going to be some alimony. I got that. Mm -hmm. I really do. But I I ain't paying you. Oh, I'm sorry. But a man, though, (laughs) that marries a woman who's already famous, already working, Mm -hmm. and then you marry into that, and now you want a check? Right. Ah, bro, come on, man. You want a chef? (laughs) (laughs) You still tripping on that. Mary J., we love you. cooking for you the rest of your life? Are you serious? (laughs) (laughs) Better get you a barbecue pit, man, and get out there and make some sandwiches (laughs) and earn you some money. Make some sandwiches. (laughs) Hey, Shirley. Yes. It's tough, man. Yeah, it's it tough. is. Divorce it's is tough to get a divorce and still go to work and get all that. Yeah, it's like somebody yeah. died in your life. That's what it feels like, a death. Yeah. Nope. And what mine feels That's what mine what, felt what like. Your and, and a lot of people say that. It feels like death. Like you lose someone. What does yours feel like, Steve? Oh, uh, both of them. We not, oh, uh-uh. oh, uh-uh. oh, we okay, no, let's wow. move on. You know, wow. I'll be honest, though. The, 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 the first woman, it was, it was really me. Mm-hmm. Be honest with you, it was, it was really me. I'm just totally 100% me. That's all I could say. It was just well, all me that first. And you were really young, too. How old were you? I young, forgot. Man. Yeah, 24. you were really young. You were married, married at 24? 24, man. I ain't had nothing, man. I didn't have nothing. I didn't have nothing to give, offer. I thought I had a plan. A couple of things went wrong, man. I just, it, it wasn't, it, 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 it wasn't her, man. Just That's big wasn't of you her. to admit that, Steve. No, I mean, you know, I said it at my daughter's wedding. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You yeah, know, yeah. when I gave my speech mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I thanked, you know, Marjorie and everything for pulling the family together. And then I thanked Brandy and Carly for staying together. And I thank, but then I turned around and I said, I have to thank Marsha for raising my daughters the way she did, you know, for taking them to church and putting them in dance class and teaching them. You know, this woman did did all that without me. That's and big. I t- big I said of you that. to say that in front of yeah. all those people, you know. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. That. I knew all them people was from Cleveland. I knew half her family hated me. I know. Yeah. Coming up next, Pastor Motown Deacon Def Jam in he the have, building. He have, he have food in the corner of his mouth a lot of times. Coming up next, Pastor Motown Deacon Def Jam in the building. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, coming up next, Pastor Motown and Deacon Def Jam are here. (laughs) (laughs) Put you in the mood. We, we today want to bring something to your attention. All right. Uh, the sermon for today mm-hmm. is New Orleans is too much. Yes, yes. The N-O pastor. Talk about the N-O. Yeah. Matter of fact, let's go deeper. Uh-huh. New Orleans is too much. Mm, mm, mm. New Orleans proved too much for the man. Uh, He (laughs) couldn't take it. Uh, 
So he's leaving. <laughs> leaving on a what? Midnight, midnight train. 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 On the midnight train to Georgia. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. There's someone a calling me right now. Mm-hmm. A calling? And they don't know that I'm in the middle of a sermon and I'm going to have to call you back. <laughs> That's how Preach I handle it. New Orleans proved too much for the man. Mm-hmm. He couldn't take it. Mm-hmm. So he's leaving tonight on a midnight train. Well, to Georgia. To Georgia. 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 Oh, you better preach up in here, Pastor. Why am I saying that? Mm-hmm. No. Is because in New Orleans, yeah, there's an incredible event going down. Yeah. It's called Mighty. Mm-hmm. Mighty Gras. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mighty Gras this weekend. Yeah. And on the same weekend, the NBA <laughs> thought it'd be a good idea to have an all-star game at the mm-hmm. same time. How much hell can you pack in one weekend? How many tricks going to fly in the New Orleans for this? Come it's going to be man. hell on high wheels in New Orleans to do. Ain't no treats for you. Everybody in New Orleans going to hell this weekend. Mm-hmm. Mardi Gras beads, women pulling up their chest, showing yeah. their Boobies, yeah. everything for a little Boobies. fake ruby, yeah. and now they're gonna bring in the NBA players. You know them boys don't know how to stay out of them strip clubs, but you're gonna mess around in New Orleans and go in the wrong kind of strip club. You're gonna wind up watching a donkey do some things that you didn't know was doable. Oh, come on here, you're gonna go in there and mess around in New Orleans, gonna find out what folk midgets really do. You're gonna mess around because New Orleans and Bourbon Street got tricks for you. I don't think some of them NBA players is going to make it out alive this weekend. They're going to be in the news. They're going to be on TMZ. Everybody going to New Orleans to see what kind of fool they're going to make out themselves. Come on, LeBron. Make it back and stay clean. Watch yourself, Dwayne Wade. Come back and be clean. Come on down there, Camelo. Make it back like the strong fella that you is. i tell you one thing. They need to send Charles Oakley down there this weekend <laughs> and so he can clean house. Swinging and banging from Cleveland is what I'm talking about. Come on, Charles. It's going to be some problems. Some yeah. of them young players mm-hmm. is going to get caught up uh, in the hype. Yeah. yeah. Some of them young boys going to get out there and going to be all over the place. Uh, this weekend, my only wish... Is that I was young enough to go my damn self. Because I swear to God, I want to be down there. If I could just be a fly on the wall or a wall on the fly, it don't make me no different. What do you think about Draymond Green down there, Panther? Draymond Green? Draymond Green? The the photos are already down there. (laughs) You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, y'all, we back. Let's get to these back-to-back jams. Cat, let's go. Yay, yay. All right, just treat me right. Please. All right, y'all, hey, when we come back, uh, we got time for just one more thing. Uh, President Trump uh, will not be filling out the bracket. We'll yeah. tell you about it after the break. I don't know what You talk means. to him, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait for it. You can your ass back down now. <laughs> 
You're going to get enough of this, huh? <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, coming up next, we got time for just one more thing. President Trump will not be filling out the bracket this year. All right, here we go. Just one more thing. It looks like President Donald Trump isn't just the complete opposite of former President Obama at the polls. He's the complete opposite at the polls, too. March Madness pools, that is. Okay, let's distinguish which pools we're talking about. Unlike President Obama uh, has the past eight years, President Trump will not be picking brackets for the 2017 men's and women's tournaments. Remember how President Obama used Mm -hmm. to do that every Mm -hmm. year and it would be fun and everybody would get into it? Well, not this president. The White House notified ESPN yesterday that the president will pass on making picks this year, saying in a statement, we expressed our interest to the White House in continuing the presidential bracket. They have respectfully declined. Of course, being the shrewd businessman that he is, Trump kept the lines of communication open, having White House spokesman Hope Hicks also mentioned, we look forward to working with ESPN on another opportunity in the near future. Still, it has practically become a tradition since former President Obama, who was an avid basketball fan, agreed to fill them out for the men's and women's tournaments <sighs> and discuss his picks on Sports yeah. Center. What's wrong, Steve? Yeah, don't nobody care. That he doesn't want to do it, you mean? No. What oh. did it make? Yeah. Well, it made the news. I mean, it was one of the top stories. Uh, yeah, I mean, but yesterday. Obama was really, really a basketball yeah, he was fan. Into, and yeah. he was fit, and he could play. And Donald Trump played <laughs> golf. Now, if Putin get to pick in basketball, <laughs> President Obama played we're golf We're going to have a dog well. on prowl. <laughs> when y'all be together, do he be telling my Putin, Steve? <laughs> Steve going to smack you. <laughs> oh, he going to reach back? He going to smack I'm sorry, it's funny, though. <laughs> Steve, you're a comedian. These are jokes. You're supposed to laugh. What is wrong with you? I only laugh. Next time y'all golfing, funny. ask him who gonna work this wall. He talking about putting that. Shirley, we gotta stop laughing. Sit up straight. I can, I, I can do him. He my he do me all the time. Uh-huh. He no, does everybody. You know it's coming back, don't you? Oh yeah, I know that. I know that. But the real question is, when is we going to Russia? I know we gotta be going soon. <laughs> No, we private jet in oh, Russia. God. I know that. Oh, God. Vodka. <laughs> For everybody. Yeah. All and, around. And caviar. <laughs> the show filling up a lot of this break. Oh, God. You know what I'm thinking, dog? I want you, know you to get me thinking? a big Russian hat. I'm <laughs> <laughs> nice. I've seen them on TV. I want me one. Yeah. He can get a big Russian hat. You're going to need a bottle of vodka, too. You filling up this... Yeah, I tell you one thing. You filling up this last break way better than you filling up Willard Hall. Oh, he hits hard. He hits so hard. He goes, he goes personal. You stop, Uncle Steve. You quit. You, you stop that. Oh no. But what you don't know is Willard Hall is getting full. Getting full. And he is full. And the stuff you said yesterday. We sold out Chrysler Hall in 2015. So you can quit coming out. 2015? Yeah, that's when we did the last tour. What year is this? I didn't say nothing on that time. I did. That's uh-huh. the day. We tried to act like, you know, we couldn't do Chrysler Hall. You know, just uh-huh. throwing uh-huh. rock. Uh-huh. 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 Yes, you uh-huh. did. I, well, well, hold up. What did we talk about 2015? <laughs> uh-huh. How many seats was in Chrysler Hall? 
However many it was, we How sold many it seats out. was in Chrysler Hall? Whatever it is, I sold it. Well, just it. give me, Monica, look it up for me right quick. Okay. Just just, just Google it right oh, quick so I can give you all the credit you need. Come on now. Come Let's on go. Okay, I'll no, call this is going to be nice. What, what is the evilness what? for, man? It ain't no evilness, dog. Shut I'm finna give you all the credit you want. What are you talking about, Junior? Junior, what background? you talking about? What you over here messing with this man? You know we ain't got no firepower to be talking to somebody as a king. <laughs> we sold it out, though, Junior. Damn, stand up on what we sold out. Yeah, he sold out arenas. Oh, right there. We know that. We know he done sold out arenas. That's fine. We ain't got time to be doing this, man. Leave this man alone. How many seats is in Chrysler Hall? Shirley, over here counting seats. Shirley, stop. Let me find out. You you just got to know. Okay, here we go. All right, Chrysler Hall, 2500 Okay, I was almost there. $2,500? Chrysler Hall is twenty five hundred. You sold Sitting that right out there, two fifteen St. Paul's Boulevard. Yes. So in two thousand seventeen, Willard Hall ain't but two thousand, and that ain't sold out yet. <sighs> we got go. Lord <laughs> Jesus, what is happening to your damn career? Is it going the other way? <laughs> These little five hundred seats bother you. I didn't even bring it up, Tommy. I knew how many seats it was. I knew what he was gonna do to your stupid ass. But you, you, Steve. Ooh, you were. Well, our next show is in Russia. Hey, Tommy. Tommy. <laughs> what? Tommy, I did the scope in Norfolk, eleven thousand seater. Where that's at? The, he the he place that's too big for you to know. <laughs> Tell him. All right, it's time to that go. That must have been Say the case. It's time to go. Man, go put your clothes on. I see y'all. Hey, y'all, do what y'all can. Y'all, Willard Hall. Willard Hall. Be at Willard Hall. (laughs) Come see uh, Junior and Tommy. Please sell it out. Ain't but 2,000 damn seats. Where y'all at? Is y'all listening? Are we on? Are we on? Y'all have a great weekend. Yeah, I love you too. Get out and see. Please. Jesus. Because you come in here Monday, it ain't sold out. It's going to be out of the For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old, unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit SteveHarvey.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Geico knows there are many reasons why you ride. From the exciting adventure of the daily commute to the peace of mind that Geico always has your back with 24-7 access to claim service and legendary customer service. But Pamela Mund had one reason in particular. My skin is extremely averse to most fabrics, except for the soft, buttery feeling of leather. Thankfully, I found my clan of leather lovers in the biking community. It's been life-changing. Geico Motorcycle. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Business as usual is a thing of the past. These days, when it comes to helping businesses evolve and innovate, a little unconventional thinking goes a long way. T-Mobile for Business breaks with convention to help businesses realize new possibilities. They offer America's largest and fastest 5G network, a reimagined customer experience to give you solutions in the moment, and premium benefits like 5G with every plan. Get unmatched network support and value without any trade-offs. Details at tmobile.com slash unconventional.
Open Signal awarded T-Mobile fastest 5G network based on average speeds. USA 5G user experience report January 2021. Capable device required. Coverage not available in some areas. Some users may require certain plan or features. See T-Mobile.com. 